Hello and welcome to Profiles in Risk. This is your host, Tony Canyas. And today we are recording episode, I don't know, 230, 231, something like that. We'll see. Uh, today I have with me Jan Barbaru, uh, CEO and co-founder, head of analytics at Autonomy. How's it going today, Jan? Yeah, perfect. Uh, perfect uh, pronunciation. I know my name is uh, it's pretty hard. Uh, it's pretty good. I'm uh, calling you from Brooklyn in New York. It's very sunny in the, uh, I think, mid-50s now. Yeah, mid-50s. We, we got like, you know, sub-20 degrees for so long. We're happy to be in, uh, I don't know, like, I, I want to call it like in a before taste of uh, spring, so to speak. So, uh, oh, spring in the city. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Or coming up spring in the, in the city. Uh, at least you're, you're not in Texas last week. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> we can talk about that. That was that was painful. Yeah, yeah, Tr truly, truly, truly. Uh, so, 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 yeah. Uh, we always give the the, the guests the, the chance to do the the elevator pitch. Uh, what is uh, autonomy? Very cool. Uh, so, autonomy is a B two B SaaS, uh, so software as a service for insurance carriers. Um, so, you have to know that you know insurance is crippled with uh, overheads. Uh, in claims and operations with over 50, sorry, 40 billion lost to fraud and manual errors. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think my my audience uh, very aware of of the uh, the fraud problem. So I agreed completely. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a very uh, it's a very cumbersome process and very painful. And our core value is to drive efficiency in operations by automating the claims. And, uh, you know, we, we, we wanted to save as much as 90% in admin cost in certain cases. Uh, and we offer the first ever platform that unifies uh, digitized policies and automated claims under a single digital asset, which eliminates the manual claim submission and protect to return billions of dollars of unclaimed money to the consumers. And okay, so... so, so Hold on. Let, 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 let's dig into that because that, that, was, that was a big sentence. Okay, so the first ever platform that... Unified, what, what is it? Unified policies mm -hmm. and under a single digital asset. Okay. Okay. So, so, uh, so when, you, when you say that, uh, the first thing I, I think of is the Guidewire, right, the, the claims side of, of Guidewire. Mm -hmm. So do you replace Guidewire? Do you augment Guidewire? Um, yeah, I, I think, you know, we have more of a grand vision to uh, reform the uh, operating model um, of, the, um, of the insurance space. Uh, Gadwire, you know, a fantastic product. Uh, I don't think we're going to be replacing one for one. I think we have a, a grand vision that there's a fragmentation, very visible fragmentation uh, between policy underwriting and uh, claim execution. Uh, and mm -hmm. it, it actually reflects in the wording in the language uh, you know, policy, uh, so the carriers, uh, the underwriter call the uh, clients, you know, policyholders, and the claim CPAs call the end clients a claimant. Uh, it's, it's like, it's like <laughs> That's a very good point. I had never thought of that. Two different people, but really, uh, we're still talking about Kevin, Joe, and Jessica, right? And mm -hmm. they've been having like some uh, car accidents, some travel disruptions or business interruptions. And, you know, in the insurance, they should be helping them as one single person. So that is very true. We, that's why we kind of like connecting uh, claim and policy as one unified asset. And everything is essentially becomes a breeze when it comes to claim submission, claim resolution, because it's already pre-described properly. Right. So, okay. 
right. I think you know a lot of people are doing some claim automation with RPAs and stuff. We're going the other route. We kind of reforming the the back end, the backbone of operations are rebuilt from scratch. Okay, so so claims. Uh, Lemonade has made a lot of noise about. Uh, the three-second claims handling, right? Uh, for for the the one rec- world record claim, somebody lost their their uh, their coat, paid it in three seconds. Uh, the reality of, of, the, of the world of claims is most claims are open for a lot longer. And yeah. uh, I, I'm I, I did two years of claims, and uh, what I remember from from my claims training is that that a a, a, a close claim is a happy claim. Uh, the longer a claim is open, the more likely will end up with fraud, with lawyers involved, with, with high expenses. Uh, right? the, the, the longer it's open, the, the worse it is. So how, how will the platform help us do everything faster within the – and, and I love – by the way, I really love that you opened with fraud mm-hmm. because like my worry and every other uh, – anybody who's gone through claims, my, my worry about, about the lemonade three-second claim yeah. is how much really did you prevent fraud that yeah. quickly? Yeah, so I guess, you know, we're not as aggressive as three seconds, right? Um, you know, the, the tagline is uh, we, do, we do the job in 45 minutes instead of 45 days, right? So it's okay, kind of what, That's what, fantastic. Yeah, that's what we're going after. And, and quite honestly, 45 minutes is, yeah, it's very conservative because literally we talk about minutes. Let's say 15, 20 minutes, but let's say 45 minutes instead of 45 days. And um, what's different with uh, Lemonades, who's doing a fantastic job again, but uh, we are more of a, a parametric and event-driven. Uh, we're all about, you know, kind of like defining, uh, you know, kind of the parameters that needs to be checked out and the uh, kind of the, the predefined, you know, loss estimates, you know, beforehand, in order to expedite the, the payment. So the four things where we excel at is, uh, um, you know, digital subscription, so digital uh, distribution, uh, detection of events, activation of policies, and streamlined payments, right? So, and, and, and those four components is essentially having, uh, you know, very close touch of the pain points of the end customers, but also the B2B customers, which are carriers, TPAs, and, and uh, distributors. Okay. And so, so parametric, uh, I, I always uh, feel like when, when we get into, into like deep technical insurance, especially parametric, which is, which, uh, I, I went through my AIC and my and my CPCU without ever hearing the word parametric. I've heard it a lot in the podcast, but but just in case, so parametric basically means uh, a, a claim that 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 pays when a certain parameter is is met. You, right. We don't you don't have to to prove that it happened. You don't have to deal with a claims adjuster most of the time. Uh, it, it's like if this right it, if the 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 wind at, at, at my zip code was higher than this. We pay, right. uh, so so so, um, so so which which type? What type of insurance are, are you aiming towards? Are you aiming for auto, for home, for for? Well, you talked about business income. So, are you talking about like particular businesses that 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 uh, that you think you can really help? Yeah. So, um, I want to start from the beginning, and you mm-hmm. said you went through your certification without hearing about parametric. Uh, that's pretty amazing. You know, I, I like that story. It was, uh, it was ten years ago, but yeah. Yeah, no, but parametric has been around for quite a while uh, in the cat space, right? Not cats, uh, hurricane, uh, disaster, you name it. Uh, so weather-related, climate-related, um, you know, 
that part uh, you know goes well with you know the current needs and reinsurance is also already covering that part pretty well. Uh, we're going around more of a, a travel, transportation, and mobility. That's kind of our uh, core expertise. Okay. Mm -hmm. right? So our, our starting point is air transportation. So we can think about you know certain you know status change in terms of you know aircraft, uh, some logistics in airports being you know kind of like delayed, canceled, terminated. Uh, that would be essentially a binary event we can consume and ingest very quickly. Mm -hmm. And that would be doing uh, the refund to the retail clients or some sort of actors in the supply chain as well. So uh, one thing that we are studying very closely is air cargo. So that's very, uh, you know, it's very exciting. So any perishable, any uh, very uh, mission critical, uh, you know, shipments that goes to cargo, uh, air cargo, aircraft, uh, can be very much impacted by weather-related, any logistics and traffic happening at the airport, as much as any uh, retail uh, traveler, right? So that part is, you know, very underserved because there's a lot of uh, language around loss or damages, but not delays. And you can imagine, like, you know, whatever happened in Texas, you know, you guys suffered quite a bit. All of a sudden, the supply chain in energy, commodities, is disrupted. And, and those actors, they have to, you know, chug in the, the cost. And who's paying the high price? Well, the end customers, right? The end customers being like, you know, some of the guys paying $1,100, no, $11,000 of uh, Connet bills, right? Because of the whole shortage uh, throughout the supply chain mm. of uh, electricity and whatnot. So my point is, you know, those micro events, micro actually higher severity, but that can be tracked very accurately, can follow a very parametric or systematic actually, you know, activation and payments. Okay, got, got it. So, so for travel, it makes perfect sense. Uh, and I had heard of other companies doing it for, for personal travel. Basically, yeah. like, like, like the, they can quickly, they, they can keep stats on, on how often a particular flight is, is late and, and underwrite it that way. Right. Um, but with cargo, I had not heard about it. And this is really interesting. So I started my career before insurance uh, as, as a fleet manager for the largest... Uh, privately owned flatbed company. So I, I dispatched truck drivers for, for the first three years of my career. And, and I distinctly remember getting into work at 6.45 a.m. And, and looking at, at the board and going like, okay, the first thing I need to do is call the, the clients on the, where, where the drivers are running late, right? So where, where we were supposed to deliver at 8 a.m. and I come in first thing in the morning, and my guy's still 200 miles away for whatever reason, right? right. So, so I, I would call the the the, the, the company and, and let them know. And often, often mm -hmm. it, it it would be there, there would be a like, a like we need him here right now. This is going to shut down production for the day, right? We we are just in time. I'm like, dude, I'm I'm trying to well, not do it, right? But <laughs> sir, I'm I'm trying to to inform you that that this 80,000 pound truck no. uh, is is sitting 200 miles away it, he's not going to get there any faster than noon today right in the best case scenario uh so so for for that kind of situation it, it yeah the, i would have loved to be able i wasn't in say i wasn't in sales but if i had been i would have loved to be able to to offer the the, the shipper you know insurance right that if we're not there in time uh insurance pays pays for you know a portion of, of your losses for for that day because we weren't in time right like that that'd be a fantastic service yeah uh, yeah no, so i can i can uh, bounce on, on your idea and i, I talked to uh, you know sea cargo and marines you know insurance specialists uh, last week um and you know the, the way they describe it is, is actually 
you know, it gets very real when when you you get through the uh, uh, the events throughout the supply chain. So what's happening with you know cargo arrives and they arrive uh, let's say half a day late, so even 24 hours late for some reason. Uh, what happened is you know there's actually uh, some sort of uh, roadblock and and bottleneck at arrival because they're already like processing. Uh, shipment that came in in between, right? And in that case, they're like, well, we don't have storage for you. So what can I do, right? It's not like I'm going to be creating uh, storage out of the blue. So they have to hire last minute, you know, truck drivers, or they have to actually rent, um, you know, some warehouse, maybe at proximity 10 miles away in order to like kind of mitigate short term. And this is extra cost in the supply chain that's you cannot compress, right? They have to suffer for it. And at the end of the day, that means like they have to price that in ahead of time. And therefore, price is up for distributor and, and price is up for the, the end clients, which is kind of receiving the goods, right? Uh, and all those kind of like fail, uh, point of failure around the supply chain is something that can be monitored, that can be automated uh, for detection, but also to infer some sort of uh, automated coverage. Right for each uh, supply chain actors in this case, I mean, it makes perfect sense. So, so how did you come up with the idea? Uh, what, what's the origin story yeah. for for autonomy? Yeah, so so you know, I have a personal story, and and then one that's more like maybe professional driven. Um, you know, it was you know a couple of years ago uh, traveling to Europe when uh, we used to be able to travel. Uh, so visiting my family uh, in France, uh, and I got stuck in Heathrow, London. Uh, because of some snowstorm around Christmas, uh, they uh, literally lost 30,000 luggage, uh, a, a thousand or 2,000 flight delays and canceled. And I had to spend a thousand bucks on my own pocket to buy uh, clothes, to buy last minute tickets and uh, Christmas presents for my siblings, cousins and so forth. And that thousand bucks, uh, you know, was for me to just like, you know, sit on. Uh, and then when I filed the insurance claim, it took them nine months to... Uh, <laughs> to like you know uh you know get back to me <laughs> i received the letter and the letter saying like here's your 400 bucks that's all we can do for you and that was a check a check in the mail i'm like you know something's got to give my god my friend you know this this so uh, what, what, uh, did you go through your credit card company or had you purchased insurance through a major carrier and yet the service was that bad that was uh, that was a credit card. That was a credit card that was coming up after the airlines. Uh, but, you know, the, this is all interconnected, right? So that means like the credit card, the airlines need insurance to, uh, to back, you know, that kind of event. But nothing is communicating properly. Everything is fragmented. And at the end of the day, like, you know, you hope for the best, which is, you know, this is the worst, you know, kind of experience for the end consumer. Yeah, that, that's 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 pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Yeah, so, and then so then I wanted I, was, I wanted to go to the uh, second part of my story, which is more uh, kind of on the professional level. So I'm kind of a 17 year uh, veteran in uh, you know capital market risk management and digital assets, and I worked um, I worked in the uh, in one of the you know big bank in New York. I'm not going to name names, uh, and you know it was a fantastic experience. Uh, and I was in the Ventures Innovation Group, uh, working for them for, for years. Um, you know, super project, great, you know, experience. But what I learned as well is, uh, you know, innovating from within corporate America is, 
was not my uh, my strong suits and he just kind of pushed me pushed me uh, like around the cliff and you know he pushed me to just create my own startup and, and and jump ship so that was that was the source of motivation at that point okay and uh so i have you on, on linkedin as doing oh wow uh, hold, hold on as doing this since august of last year so the company is less than a year old and it sounds like you've had some success already, right? You you are in 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 a, in an accelerator and uh, had your angel uh, round. Uh, so so t- t- right. tell us about that. Yeah, thanks for for asking. So just to preface, we we did have uh, some uh, prototyping uh, with a different name in 2019. Uh, that was more like a direct-to-consumer version of uh, our platform. Uh, so we kind of learned quite a bit, and we pivoted to B two B. You know, uh, you know, second half of 2020 uh, last year, and you know, at that point, uh, you know, we bootstrapped, so uh, created our own MVP platform from you know founders' money. Uh, that was great, but you know, we needed leverage, uh, so we went to our uh, circle in Wall Street, blockchain, digital assets, and intratech. Uh, you know, experts in the space. You know, we raised our angel round uh, last quarter of 2020, which enabled us to launch V2 of the platform. So we kind of halfway in development. And uh, that development is uh, all around opening up our infrastructure to the rest of the world. So we did huge, huge amount of work in terms of uh, creating API documentation, connectivity with payments, uh, detection systems, uh, also, activation policy and pricing connectivity with different actuarial and risk scenarios. We build our own pricer and our own, um, you know, risk scenarios analysis. But we mindful that you know some carriers wants to use our operating model, but their pricer. So we want to be flexible and modular in that in that aspect. Uh, and then you know uh, while we we're running, you know, we were raising the angel round. We uh, send send out applications to the ERA program, which is the Entrepreneur Roundtable Accelerator in New York. Fantastic organization, uh, and they have you know great footprints in fintech, intratech, and other technology stack. Uh, and then we get you know we get lucky to be accepted. So we are part of the Winter 2021 program. Congratulations! Yeah, thanks a lot. It's, it's all about go to markets and you know uh, relationship with investors. So, so, very- so ERA, I, I believe that that you're the first uh, ERA company that I run into. So I see a lot of plug and play. I yeah. see a lot of of uh, GIA Global Insurance Accelerator. Uh, so, so, so. Uh, ERA, uh, or any other InsureTech specifically that you can think of that that uh, that are, that came from ERA? Yeah, so they were uh, Sego. Uh, you you might know them actually uh, because you have a background in Latin America. So Sego, they are a car insurance uh, distributor uh, for uh, Latinx, so um, Latin American um, community in the U.S. Uh, I think they're based in in uh, Texas. Actually, I, I might be wrong. So they came out I think last year or two years ago. Very strong business model. Uh, really like what they do. Uh, another one that ca- just came out a few months ago, Naya. Uh, they are healthcare, um, and uh, they're doing a fantastic job in terms of automating and doing different things. And they raised, I think, eleven million dollars of uh, Series A. You know, fantastic job. So, yeah, Intratech within ER is is actually pretty big. So uh, I'm going to be inviting uh, more of uh, the, the next cohort to to meet you. I think it's, uh, awesome. it's a great Awesome. I'm, I'm yeah. happy to have any of them on the podcast. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So so uh, you, you mentioned just before we started recording that, that you've got uh, the first pilot program. Uh, well, I actually don't know if it was the first, but you have a pilot program going. So, so tell us about that pilot program. 
Okay, cool. Thanks a lot for asking. Yeah, so we went live with our, with our technology uh, platform uh, back in the fall in 2020. And as, as I said, right, so we had a little bit of uh, work to be done on the uh, open API front. And now we are at the point that we sign uh, an agreement with uh, uh, transportation distributors and, and travel um, in order to monetize uh, you know, our products and our uh, policies. And we're starting the beta pilot in next few weeks, so in March. And we believe that you know between 60 to 90 days, we'll, we'll probably go live with an of official launch throughout the summer. Fantastic. So, so for, for the listeners, it sounds like uh, if... if uh uh, venture capitalists that, that, that listen to us, sounds like, like uh, Series A will probably come later this year. Uh, I'm happy to... to, to... Seed funding. Actually, seed funding this year, yeah. Series A oh. next year, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So it's a seed round coming coming up uh, this year. So if this sounds interesting, I'm, I'm more than happy to make an introduction to, an introduction to Jan. And I won't even uh, charge you a, a, a fee for that. Mm -hmm. Uh and uh, also, uh, other people that could be listening is uh, the uh, funds owned by carriers. Because I'm friends with several people who who, who, uh, who run for who work at, at different carriers and run run their their investment operations, not the, the, like the, their venture arms, basically. So 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 uh, so anyway, that that's that's interesting. Um, and uh, so so. If if who who is the the client at, at any particular carrier? So what so what I mean by that is is for example, uh, if uh, IAT, which is a big uh, commercial transportation carrier, or uh, or or uh, great what are they? I think Great Western is a, is a trucking carrier, mm -hmm. or I don't know the the, the New York uh, limo uh, carrier. I can't remember their exact mm -hmm. name. I've I've chatted with them a couple of times. Uh, uh, I think they're called the Black Car Fund. So, if if any of the listeners are are a big commercial auto type carrier, mm -hmm. uh, who 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 do you really want to talk to? Is it the, the head of product? Is is it the head the head underwriter? Is it is it the CIO? Uh, like who who's who's the the, the uh, target client for you? Yeah, target client is uh, the a carrier. Uh, you know, claim departments. And um, you know, kind of automation of uh, of processing, right? So this this is kind of the, the people we want uh, to bring the most value to. Uh, we believe that this um, alarming you know pain points, you know, as we said at the beginning of the of the, of the call uh, around uh, overheads, you know, frauds, uh, expenses due to uh, you know, and then you know, impacting in loss ratio directly because it's not only. Uh, OPEX is just, you know, the performance of the company that's being impacted. Uh, so those people that are decision maker around, you know, uh, creating new programs with new products uh, in order to automate their claim process and expediting of the operations is who we want to talk to. Okay, fantastic. And, uh, are, are you guys go going to be at uh, Connected Claims or, or any other, uh, I'm guessing, virtual conferences for the next few months that... that uh... That would be a good place to 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 check you out if if uh, if we're going to. Um, I haven't signed up for that one, but definitely uh, gonna check it out. Uh, uh, we'll be uh, you know probably attending. You'll be a speaker at uh, some of the uh, Intratech New York events uh, throughout the summer. I heard you know some of them are going to be uh, you know in person, so it's pretty uh, pretty uh, you know uh, kind of optimistic, but. You know, if anything, you know, vaccine might come, you know, sooner than we think. So 
Uh, you know, it's possible that we'll meet in person sooner or later. But at the end of the day, like, you know, we still want to be present, you know, uh, in every type of situation. We, we have a big community in, uh, you know, blockchain, digital assets and, and deep tech. So we'll be part of this, uh, you know, technology community uh, in terms of insurance community. I mentioned insurance tech New York, uh, insurance tech inside as well. It's, it's pretty big. Uh, but, you know, happy for suggestion as well. You know, very, very excited for, you know, those conversations to, uh, to go on. Excellent. And while you are U.S. based, I, I'm, I'm assuming you'd be happy to, to work with uh, AXA or Aviva or mm -hmm. uh, the, some of the European carriers if, if they're interested. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I'm French myself. So AXA is, you know, a close cousin, I want to say. Um, and then we, uh, we talked to Generali and other, you know, carriers in Europe. Uh, one of our fantastic advisors, Yuri, is actually based in Rome. So we still have like a very strong footprint in uh, Western Europe. Uh, and I want to say like, you know, we're very excited about some, uh, some of the more niche markets, uh, such as uh, motor insurance in Eastern Europe that uh, we kind of discovering and exploring. I think this actually uh, even more, uh, you know, kind of, um, you know, innovation that's uh, glaringly needed there. Uh, some of the framework are dated from 1962, as, as far as I understand. So, <laughs> That part is like, you know, it's not uh, nice to have or must have. It's like a super must have that we need to, to like approach and, and address. Okay, got, got it. So it, I, I think that, that uh, the, the emerging market makes a lot of sense for, for parametric generally. Yeah. Uh, because the, the, the more that we can lower the cost of claims, the, the more yeah. that, that it makes sense in the emerging markets. Uh, so so uh, that's been a lot of fun. That's, that's all I've got when it comes to, to questions. Uh, looking forward to see what, 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 do you, what do you guys, how, how you guys evolve and transition and uh, what, is, what is the word pivot uh, as you continue growing. Uh, it, it, it sounds like, like an excellent idea. Uh, so, so yeah, keep, keep me posted on as, as you guys graduate from, from ERA and, and, uh, as, as, as you hit the conference circuit, uh, yeah. look, look, look forward to, to, uh, to, to see what you guys do. Tony, that was a pleasure. Thanks a lot for having me. Uh, great conversation, uh, great questions. And, you know, I'm super excited about 2021. It's going to be a, a very, very interesting year.